If all else fails, run home to mommy. Clay is reunited with their creator, Baba Yaga. Bogey foregoes a fortune to find a friend. And can Melpy, the shovel-wielding Twilight cleric, get the duo back on track? And what do all these gosh darn visions from Baba's pool mean? Tall Tales from Bifton, Episode 15. Gang, we we uh, we haven't met in a while. It's been a bit. Been a little bit. A been hot, a little bit. Spicy second. It's been a Ooh, spicy second. Certainly spicy. Well spiced all along the way. Stuff has been happening. Stuff's been going on. Uh, we are we are social distanced recording right now. Mm-hmm. I can barely see all of y'all. You're so far away. <laughs> I have to squint. Mm-hmm. I don't even know where I am. I'm just in a in a dark room yep. by myself. <laughs> thank you, Grant, for setting all this up. Oh, thank you for coming. And um, but we're, we're doing what we can to make it work for you, the listener, who we love. And if we get any, we're going to love them so much. Unconditionally. Oh, well. That's real love. That's real yeah. love. That's how you know it's real. <laughs> I can say that without consequences. <laughs> we'll love you. Well, no one's listening. So, yeah, you can. <laughs> True. Gang, we open not where y'all are. Oh, no. We open on the Snowflakia Forest. Caption reads, one year ago. Gunshots ring out through the trees. Two bloodied humans are firing on an encircling ring of undead and ghouls. As the ring around them tightens, one of the humans turns and fires his flintlock pistol into his partner's leg. The man collapses to the ground, grabbing at his leg, shock in his face as he tries to return fire but misses wildly. The other man has already sprinted away, shoving a zombie to the ground, as the circle of undead rush inwards, engulfing the downed man. The man's fleeing face becomes more visible. Blonde hair, green eyes. If Bogey and Clay were here, they would recognize him as the man from the Wanted poster, the man who killed Pike Finley, Oliver Gale. Here, though, stumbling through Snowflakia woods, Oliver has blood running down his face, a look of horror. He reloads his flintlock pistol as a shadowy mist emerges next to him. Oliver quickly fires into the darkness, but the shot is engulfed. A skeletal hand reaches forward from the mist, grabbing his hand. The pistol falls to pieces and black fire consumes his hand as Oliver cries in pain, goes to his knees, desperately trying to pull his hand free. The rest of the dark mist coalesces into the form of a shadowy cowboy. The skin long gone, only a skeletal figure remaining. Green flames burn where the eyes would be, and all-seeing eyes engraved into his forehead. The symbol of the god of war, Groomsh. You know who I am, son. Oliver can only scream in the pain as the black fire is engulfing his hand. They call me the Necroslinger, the Lich of the Desert. I've seen you fight. You're a survivor. You're someone... I could rely on to stay alive. He points to the eye engraved in his skull. You see this, son? This means I'll never be free. This means Groomsh controls me. But maybe 
You can help. A skeletal grin widens. The black flame extinguishes from Oliver's hand, and the necroslinger tosses him to the ground. Oliver stares in terror at his hand as hordes of undead walk past him now, completely ignoring his presence. The skin from Oliver's fingers is gone. Only bone remains, and black rotting skin peels at his knuckles, cracks running through the rest of his hand. Clay, you're in your shop. Bogey, at his side. Melpy, we'll get to you in a sec. But you're you're in your shop, Clay, and it looks a little different from the last time you were here. Uh, yeah. All your animals are gone, and across across the wall, scratched into the wood, is to the depths of Medora for Slippery Jib. Um, Love the decorations. It's, it's lovely. It's lovely, isn't it? No. Fuck. Um, I'm frantically looking for my animals, honestly. Like, the, is the place looted? Or is it just trashed? It looks wrecked. All of the animal pens and cages you had were look opened and broken and I have a pasture and like all kinds of livestock out there. You have a pasture and livestock. Yeah. How many acres you got? What are we talking here? Oh. It's pretty small. <laughs> it's like one acre. Okay. I like okay. one acre behind my, my shop. Um, um just enough for like I don't know, ten animals to live out there. That doesn't seem like nearly enough space for ten animals. Probably like three. Well, what are the animals? An acre could be solid for like ten animals. Like a goat, a cow, a couple chickens. Yeah, you're fine. Yeah, yeah. Typical ranch fair. All yeah, gone. The cow is still there. There's still a cow. There's a, oh. a lone cow in the pasture. Oh, so I'll I'll run to the cow and turn into uh, to Fearbolg, missing my ear on ones flopping around. And I just run up, Betsy, oh Lord, Betsy. And I give her a big hug. She <sighs> nuzzles you back. I just want to ask her where, where'd they go? Where, where are the others? Well, some rough looking customers came in and, and, and they just, they just tore apart your place here and they took the goat and they took Billy the goat and they took, they took all the chickens, uh, Frederick and, and uh, Wrinkles. They're all gone. They just left me. I was too big, they said. They couldn't get me, so they just left me here. I'm glad you're still here. <laughs> sure, and glad you're back, sir. Spooky, seeing all that without you. I'm going to have to leave again and find a new oh. squatter. I'm sorry. I have to find the others and, and find... The, there's some bad people after us. going to have to move, probably. Well, I'll tell you what. Sure was a big, big-looking gator man. That's who came. That's what I was afraid of. Okay, Do you well, know which way he went? Mm, yeah. Oh. <laughs> Do Wait, you know no. which way he went? Wait, no, I don't. Sorry. Oh, no. I'm sorry. I'm a cow. No, I don't. Shucks. We'll jump back to Melpy, and you are currently helping other residents bury the dead in whatever you can find. I helping. So what? Yeah. What are you? What are you up to right now? Uh, how many wounded were there roughly? There's like dozens around here. Dozens. Okay. Yeah. Like. Okay, so some of the more wounded people, mm. Melpy's kind of like helping them stand up and finding a good patch of ground, laying them ground, laying them down, and the earth will just kind of open and then close back around them in their underground. Um, like he, of course, hits the dead folks first, but then some of the more majorly wounded, he he also brings over halflings primarily, 
Okay. Um, yeah, and if they're lightly wounded, he'll like just kind of point them towards anybody that's helping. But the heavily wounded ones, he's burying. Do you have uh, so if they're not even if they're dying and they're heavily wounded, you're just going to bury them? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, the halflings at least. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I they they need to reach their 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 true homeland, the homeland of their spirits. I, I am simply a shepherd bringing them to where their souls ultimately wish to reside. So are you determining they, they can't they can't live or are you just uh I follow the will of Yorogolan. That is my guiding light. Okay, you're the lantern on the horizon. You maybe do it to one guy who's like unconscious and bleeding out, and then you start doing it to another halfling and uh, a halfling walks up, he's like, Oh, he's He's not dead. Like, right as the earth is getting up to his neck. Aye, but soon, soon he shall be, and soon he shall return to Euroglin. Well, that sentence kind of applies to everybody, though, you know? Yes, but he's closer, so you might as well give him a kick out the door, you know? Well, that's not, he could live a long time if we just helped him. You don't know. Some old people have all kinds of crazy problems. He doesn't want to, though. You see, he has eternal bliss he can go to. Why, Why would anyone not want to just go straight there? Well, honestly, you're referring to the green fields where Eurogolan takes them. Look, Aye. mate, I want to go there too, but it kind of seems like murder. <laughs> Melpy looks and kind of gestures with his shovel in the earth parts, and he gestures back, and it reseals over the. <laughs> uh, this halfling looks pretty startled, and he slowly starts backing away from you. Melpy finds the next injured or dead person. Okay. Uh, you're doing this for a while, and then you, you notice um, a crowd of halfling around you and gnomes, and you see the guy again who you just spoke to. Gee, it's, it, we've heard you're uh, killing people. Uh, could, you, could you not bury them? Could you unbury them, mister? Uh, what's your name? Uh, that is not the will of your Oglin. I I am a follower. I have been for... Gosh, more than a millennia now. So I think I would know his will better than you. Look, mister, we're going to have to get rough with you if you don't stop. Uh, they all pull out those bean bag things that, like, I mobsters well. use to hit people. Melpy acknowledges it and starts to only bury the uh, ones that are dead. Okay. <laughs> all right. They, uh, they are going to start. He, like, points out the. He only really got to see one, but they unbury the guy that you did bury who no. was dying. Okay. Um, and you don't know what happens to him, but Hopefully they. Hopefully, I snuck a few in there while they were. Well, you definitely got one, I think, solid of that. For the glory of your Oglin. You, you, they've kind of let you alone now, and they just give you dead people, but no one's talking to you anymore. I will say some time passes. The crisis is, you know, there's tents now up. People are being attended to, but y'all have met back up. Are we done worrying about uh, all the ice, all the or the the rushing water situation? Is that a is that a one time thing or is that like a reoccurring? It was pretty much a rogue tidal wave that came through. Okay. Uh, why don't you do like uh, you could do a nature check to try and figure out what happened? Uh, Eighteen. Yeah. With that, um, since you've been here, you realize that the cloud tower, which was causing a large amount of ice to melt further south of here, you realize that flow of that overflow of water has come backwards and is like coming in 
random waves now. And so this is clearly the result of whatever weather problems were going on. So there's more than one, though. Like, this could be like there, maybe an issue for a, a little bit of time. Yeah, there could be more, for sure. We need to get out of here. Tell the whole town to move. This is Squat Town, man. Yeah, Squat Town's What happens town. in Squat Town? Yeah, that's a good point. It, they'll rebuild is there, out of junk. Is there anything that we can salvage from my shop hmm. like, that we can equip ourselves with? It's basically a general store. For, it was like Callahan's. Oh, just like general goods. Mm. Yeah, roll investigation. See what we can find. So four. Just the five. Four from me. Uh, you two, you don't find much. Nope. Um, I figured I'll, you would know your way around this place. I thought I did. <laughs> it's all broken. I, I can't see past my missing animals. I have to find them. Yeah, it it looks like from the last time you investigated, I think you you could see that um, it doesn't really look like the crates were taken, like animals were stolen, as much as just let loose yeah. sort of thing. But they probably just went out into the world. I guess that's fine too. Still got Betsy. You still got Betsy. A uh, a ding goes off in your head as a message. Bing. Clay, are you ready to go? Are you okay? I saw a big scary wave coming down. It was really scary. Yeah. Well, I had to cut off someone's leg. This is a pre-recorded message, oh, so yeah. I can't actually <laughs> talk to you. Damn. Anyway, meet me outside of town. Bye. Okay. So, yeah, I'll read that, relay that to everyone. Um, and I'll just hope that uh, Betsy will fit in the house. Yeah, she'll fit in there if you want her in. Yep. You can take a one of the boats you took kind of into Squat Town, which is Venice-esque, back out to the Swamplands area, and uh, you pretty quickly find Baba's house. Did the cow ride in the boat? Did you want to take Betsy? I want to bring Betsy with us. It's going to be extra. You're going to have to pay a gold to carry a cow oh, over there. I don't know if I have any money. I whatever. And Melpy flips... An ancient-looking gold coin. <laughs> oh, that's tight. Yeah, I don't have any money. Yeah, Great. so... Thank you. He'll take it. Thank you. Bye. Uh, yeah, so you get the cow. Betsy, you want her to come into Baba's, or do you want yeah. to... Okay. Come with us to Okinawa. You would count it on this, right? Uh, yeah, I had planned for cow encounter, sure. Thank you. Um, she, <laughs> uh, yeah, man, Baba doesn't care. You probably bring home pets all the time, yeah. I imagine. Yeah. So yeah, you bring her in and uh, Baba rolls out and starts heading north. For the next couple days, y'all are traveling away from here and we're finally leaving this fucking swamp. So you travel in the chicken house up through the northern reaches of the southern marsh. The icy frost of the swamp is leaving you behind. The marsh parts around the house as it gingerly steps between trees and animals alike. Anyone looking out out of one of the windows would notice uh, a consistent stream of junk and trash still flowing down like through the river and parts of the swamp towards Squat Town. Um, By the end of the day, you're going to reach the river that separates the southern marsh from the rest of Bifton. These are connected by, you arrive to one of the great steps, these large stone structures that connects the rising bluffs above y'all down to the swamps below. These are about like 100 or so feet high, so they're pretty large. Uh, The house is carefully stepping up and taking the steps upwards to the bluffs. Uh, If you look out, you can see a uh, caravan of gnomes looking up at the house, going down the steps in awe as this chicken house is stepping over them. 
Uh, and you you travel more that night and into the if you look westward throughout the night you can see the lights of whiskey springs blazing in the distance and at some point before you get to okinawa baba yaga sits down next to you clay while you're having dinner and uh, she talks to clay and melpy specifically she says i i am concerned about what i saw for y'all's visions melpy all those undead that you were burying i your vision, yes. What did you make of that? What do you... Seemed like an enjoyable weekend. I assume it's a weekend. That seemed like a leisure activity for me, at least. Oh, I'm glad you look on with such optimism. I have to say, I I, I looked at the tracings of that that vision, those, those undead, the darkness around it. I recognize this dark energy. It is of my former sisters, the Shadowfell sisters. Aye. They are Ignis and Sungi, night hags. They serve Shar, the goddess of darkness. She's the goddess of the Shadowfell. She sucks. No one likes her, and no one likes them. But I'm afraid whatever they are involved with means trouble for us. I, I trust that. I trust that. So, I only warn you to be careful. Same thing with Clay. I was a little worried about all that knives you saw on the road. It's a little scary, I think. Just seemed like a nightmare. Well, nightmare may be, but it is going to happen. Have you seen a ship that size before? Hmm. Uh... Size of a mountain? Oh. Hmm. No, I have not. That too. And what could crack open a ship that size? I know not either. That was real weird. Seemed like hmm? a bad dream. I'm just going to say it was a metaphor, like Melpy said. There we go. Okay. Yeah, that's one way to look at it, for sure. Perhaps it was. Reality is painful. <laughs> she does tell you a little bit about what these uh, night hags are, in terms of she's part of her own coven of witches in mm-hmm. the Feywilds, which are made up of four for four seasons. They used to be part of this coven, but... They betrayed them, worked for Shar, the goddess of uh, darkness. So they they used to be autumn, like the autumn section of this whole uh, coven. But they betrayed them, they killed her youngest sister, and they helped Groom get to the elder tree within the Feywilds and fucked up all the Feywilds. So she goes on and on about all this, uh, kind of goes off into the night. You might fall asleep while she's talking about it. It's a long story. You wake up in the morning, and there you are outside of Okinawa. It's taken, It's probably taken a few days total. Home opens up, and she uh, says goodbye to y'all. Be careful out there. Clay, mommy loves you. Mm. Be, ca- mwah, mwah, be careful. Now, take this. She gives you a bouquet of flowers. She says, put this on the uh, statue of the Whiskey Walks. Put it at Crandall's feet for oh. me, please. I will. Please, baby. Of course. Thank you. Whiskey Wogs. Yes, are you a fan of the Whiskey Wogs, Mr. Yara? Not particularly. Mm-hmm. Well, that's too bad. One of them was a bit of a student of mine, I would say. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you for the ride, Mama Yaka. <laughs> is it all right that I <laughs> it's also... It's okay if it is the tongue, yes. Yes, you're welcome. And you'll look after Betsy for me? Of course, I'll take care of Betsy. You don't want to take her into town with you and walk around with a cow or anything? I don't think I have the strength, but she seems happy with you. Of course, sure, I'll take care of Betsy. And, uh, Mr. Malpy, 
be well. It looks like you have a lot of work to do in your future. Aye, good work. Good work, though. Well, be well. Be careful. She lets you out. Uh, Y'all step out, and Bogey, you feel a tug at your arm as she grabs it and whispers in your ear. He says, Mr. Yatter, you seem like a nice, dumb fellow. I'm mm-hmm. going to put you in charge of keeping my clay safe, yes. Oh, of course. Clay and I have grown to be good friends. Very good. That's what I'd like to hear. If anything should happen to my dear Clay, well, I would be most upset. Hmm. Of course. I should have asked you before, but do you happen to know anything about the immortal? Oh, uh, yes. One of the arms of the pentagram we saw. I'm going to do more research on this and contact y'all when I know more. But I do not. Okay. Complete blank, blanko on that one. I know it has to do with this ring. What? And I show her my peacock <laughs> ring. What the fuck? What, what do you mean? Why do you know? Okay, every, wait, wait, wait a second. <laughs> <clears throat> so instead of, <clears throat> that's kind of a big deal. So instead of walking away, uh, yeah, she'll look at this closely and she says, wait, what do you mean? Why do you, why is this connected to that? What do you know? Uh, Alethi Grain gave me this ring. Yes. Um, and I, she is the immortal. How do you know she is the immortal? Because look at me. Look at my look at my non wrinkles. Hmm, you are quite youthful. Yes. I'm I'm sixty one. You're what? <laughs> oh my! I must know your secret. She looks at you. Yes, you you do look quite delicious. I must say. Yeah, let's see what happens if we take it off. And she tries nope. to pull the ring off of you. Ow, no, ow. Uh, yeah, the, these black tendrils come out of it and are clearly dug into your finger uh, as it's, like, pulling <laughs> at it. Yeah. <laughs> it's really bad. Oh. Well, that's like a symbiote. That is odd. God. Uh, and she gave this to you, you, uh, you say. Uh, I woke up with it. Oh, hmm. Very strange. Well, then I think it's safe to assume my assumption was correct and that what we saw in this pentagram was, in fact, a blood contract in which all of the people who sign it bound themselves to each other. And this person whom gave you this is one of them, the immortal. They don't have to use their real names, but they must use a name to bound themselves to, you see. Names are important. They carry great weight. You can find people with the right name, the right spells. Onomancy. That's what we call that. That sounds right. Hmm. I'd be very wary of this, Mr. Yarrow. This person clearly is some big plans for Bifton. Clearly have their claws dug into you. We have a loose affiliation. If by loose you mean a ring that don't come off your finger, I'm not sure that's... Just a deal, just a pact, you know how it is. I do know something of pacts, yes. He's already very wary, like, wearing the ring. <laughs> yeah, well, very good, Clay, yeah, sorry, it took me a second there. <laughs> yes. I couldn't find a way to phrase that correctly to be funny, I'm sorry. It's a tough one, don't feel I bad. I had to say something. Hmm. <laughs> Perhaps if you don't mind, I could just take a second to take a look at that. Uh, she like grabs your hand kind of forcibly, even though she's asking. She sort of is just doing it, mm-hmm. and she dunks your hand into if you let it happen into like a jar of some like solvent, uh-huh. and it's just like <laughs> just like up and down in it, and like lets it out. It's like okay, good. I got a little bit of residue. I can make do with that, and maybe try and find some shit. Oh, cool. Yes, we'll see what we can do. But um, I would advise, yes, 
to figure out who the rest of this pentagram is. Clearly, they're causing quite a bit of mischief in Bifton. And then somehow, the Shadowfell sisters, she points to you, Melpy, my enemies, the killers of my dear sister, are involved. Clay, I would charge you, please help with this. Of course. Anything connected to the Feywild is well, under my jurisdiction. Thank you. We'll search. Mr. Bogey, be careful with that ring. Thank you. Well, that was weird and unexpected. Anyway, I love you, Clay. Uh, bye, ba- bye, Mama. I love you, Baba Yaga. What? And then the door shuts, and uh, uh, the house runs away. <laughs> oh, can we get that uh, Looney Tunes running away sound effect? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Actually, the whole time you were moving, it was like Scooby, when you're in the house, it was like oh. Scooby-Doo background, like it never yeah. changed. <laughs> okay, so that was a bit, that was a lot, but you are, have arrived in Okinawa. You are in the outskirts of the town. A great river runs through the middle of Okinawa. There's an east and a west side of the town. You've all been here before, but uh, the west is sort of known as like the hoity-toity. The east is sort of known as the party district fun things happen. Uh, the river is pretty large and pretty tall. It's uh, it's like hundreds of feet down, like a hundred feet down from from the, where the city is down to the base of the river. Somewhat deserty, somewhat plainsy here, um, but there are suburbs stretching out from the city. I don't know where y'all would like to go. What, what do you want to do? It, uh, is it similar to how Melpy remembers it? It's very different. I mean, it the, the basic structure is the same. It's two cities divided, but mm-hmm. it's there are towers now rising up into the air. There are a lot more bridges. The world has changed. Bridges, it's moved on. There's helicopters every once in a while flying around, like Leonardo da Vinci esque looking helicopters. Yeah, the spiral. The bastards. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's different. I think the first stop would be our first lead, which is we should go to Pike's house, Oliver Gale's house, and. Well, we don't know where Oliver Gale That's, lives. Is it Pike's house or Oliver Gale's house? It was Pike's house. Okay. Sorry. Oliver Gale but was yeah. spotted near Pike's, or at, around Pike's house, where Pike was found dead in his house, right? Correct. The, the yeah. real Pike. Pike was found killed in his in his home, yeah. We should go check that out. Okay. Uh, do you have any way of knowing where Pike lived? Well, we have the vision. That's right. Or the vision didn't show his house, did it? I don't think it showed his house, but you could ask around. Well, then we could look. We could go look for my lawyer or Frederick Rumpelmintz's mom. That she may be here, or is she in Snowflake. She State? definitely lives in Okinawa. Yeah. So we could Wait, we, we what, could ask them. What were we gonna talk to Frederick Rumpelmintz? I have a letter from her son to her. Oh. Are there yeah. any shrines or temples to your Oglin? Here. One maybe Melpy remembers from when he was last year. So the last time you were here, there was for sure what's called the Spirit District on the west side, where okay. all the temples and statues and memorials are to gods and deities. Okay. So it's okay. good bet it'd be there. All right. Need to make a pilgrimage? I'd like to see uh, see how the folks are doing. Maybe we could ask around there. So I think if we're trying to find Pike's house, we'd probably go to the ranger station if we're going uh, to. Uh, no way. Why not? The rangers are after me. Okay, I can go to the you ranger go. station. I'll go with him to the spirit district. What are y'all doing there? He's going to go pray. I'm just going to go hang out. 
I'll, I'll ask around about. Well, you could go deal with Frederick Rumpelman's mother. I could go do that. <laughs> Just putting it off casually. You don't have to. I'll go pray. You don't yeah. have to. You can go pray. Let's split the party. That sounds like fun. Uh, the the town is sprawled out. There, you're like at this point, you're walking through suburbs. I would say large, wide streets. It's a pretty full place. I mean, there's thousands of people that live here. Walking through, you see all all manner of of. Uh, of different types of people, Ganassi, Feywild creature, human, dwarf, elf, tiefling, everyone's here. Fearbulk? You see some Fearbulks, yeah, you do. Belpy kind of like shakes his hands out and as he does so like almost seems like the dwarf skin is like just kind of sloughing off him and disappearing into nothing and you just see like fur grow out and uh spread up his body and he kind of grows and stands up straight and you just see a fear bulk still kind of bald on top with a big stormy beard but looking around you see some kinfolk of his and i thought i thought you were weird what the hell are you were you faking faking dwarf i yeah clearly (laughs) yeah all the skins on the ground what the fuck why were you? Why did you have to hide? Yeah, I didn't know who you were. Now well, that we found, I got some still kids, don't know who we, but we are. We found you in ice. Valid, valid. As a dwarf, <laughs> I don't know how it works, man. So, wait, you're this or you're that? I'm whatever I want to be. Oh man, whatever oh, your Rogalin needs me to be. Sounds a lot like you, Clay. I don't know if I believe that. You could do an Arcana check on him um, to see what he did. Yeah, I would like to do that. Oh, 18. I think that would be good enough to see through what at least have an idea of what you just did. Yeah. Like, and you're familiar with Fear Bulg already. Sure. They've got a special disguise self that allows them to change their height as well. Mm. And so he, using his special disguise self, shrunk himself down. So as yeah. a Fear Bulg, you might, you might already know that maybe. Mm-hmm. I, um, I mean, I'm not a Fear Bulg, but mm. I can look like I can be okay. one, but I don't know. Uh, I can't do that. Okay, fair I enough. I do a different thing. I, okay. I would think it'd be fair to say maybe in your time, Fearbulgs weren't as accepted, perhaps. Yeah. And okay. they stayed in the Feywild mostly, so in the material plane, it's pretty weird to see in your time. But uh, okay. maybe now it looks like they're they're out and about. There's a lot Things of Things have changed yeah. for the better, it seems. Yeah, that's that's chill. You be you. Be comfortable in your own skin. And I look at your skin on the ground, and I'm like, uh, yeah. So it kind of, like, sloughed off and just, like, yeah. kind of disappeared in the air okay, as it okay, drifted good. away. Okay, good. It was just magic stuff. It was not really a lot of it got on you, Clay, on your pants. <laughs> <laughs> so, y'all are walking. Uh, that was fun. Y'all are walking into town. You, you pass through the main gates that's sort of like a, a large uh, wall that sort of just goes around the majority of the inner city keep it in case of some kind of attack or anything. As you approach in, you hear Eerie, eerie Complete story Bifton going crazy Blizzards in the north Clouds in the east Waves, big waves in the south And the sun don't set in the west Eerie, eerie And you just see this little kid Looks like straight out of Oliver Twist 
and he's got like newspapers and he's just handing them to people and yelling at them and some people are throwing money in his face and he's like fuck you and then he'll pick it up and he's just like giving them <laughs> stuff and handing out these papers really getting people's grill um, are they paying for the papers sometimes yeah I'll, I'll go up and, and take one hey yeah, hey you want a paper yes please there you go one silver piece please I don't have it. I insolvent little wretch. <laughs> and, uh... <laughs> should, is it okay if Melfi just has a gold and it's suddenly ten silver pieces, or do... Yeah, that's cool. Okay. He, uh, he breaks go. off a piece of this gold coin and tosses it a silver piece's worth. Oh. Mr. Fancy, <laughs> huh? You want, me to, you want me to juggle a little for the extra cash or something? Okay. Well, anyway... <laughs> Can you stop talking for the extra cash? Has does that that work all right? Sure. But say the headlines again. Hey, hey, it's just like way too loud. Like your ears are starting to hurt as you hear it. What was this about the sun not setting? Sun don't yeah, set. Yeah, the news is out. You haven't read the paper. Okay, shut up. Let's let's like walk the over here and read the paper. The sun don't set no more in the west. <laughs> if y'all we, walk away, he just keeps yelling. We at got you. the paper. Thanks, kid. Uh, yeah, so can we just read off those headlines? Yeah, to so in the paper, um, the Okinawa Times is saying these weather, freakish weather events are happening all over Bifton. In Squat Town, there was reports of a recent tidal wave. In the east, near East Beach City, dark menacing clouds, like brooding clouds, basically. Hmm. Like no light at all. To the north, like, there's just getting pounded by blizzards. And in the west, they... Like it says, it's been, it's like the sun doesn't set. The waves in the south part, why did they say that's happening? Uh, they didn't, it, the paper doesn't really say. It, it, this is all new and being investigated, but these are just reports, these freakish weather accidents. So we, did, we did the waves, right? Well, we were there. We didn't do them. We melted the summer construct and. That's not. There weren't waves before that. Yeah, but that all happened because of the staff. Well, yeah, but like, we know what happened. We could go tell the story. I just mean we didn't cause the flood so much as end the freeze. The summer construct was pretty pretty uh, much directly causing the melting. So that wasn't... Was he was possible. melting everything. So it's yeah. going to return back to a full ice? Also, no, like what Grant said, you this Hellfrost staff is no longer there. So that's what was That was there for frozen. a generation, or like a millennia. Uh, so did we get all the thinking? headlines? Do we do we get all the mm -hmm. information from the paper? Yeah. Um, you didn't want to go and talk to that kid some more? I want to kick him in the face. Oh, okay. Yes, <laughs> 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 but he's quite rude and foul-mouthed. But he did sell us this paper, so I think we should leave him be. We can stay together. Let's see. I want to see what you do in your prayer. I want to see if, how many people you sacrifice. Sacrifice? <laughs> Yeah. No, my friend. No, my friend. Yeah, whatever you I call really it. I really show them the light. Whatever you call it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if a murderer said that when he stabs someone. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> I'm a bringer of truth, and that—that that is all I know. Uh, yeah, let's let's find the Urogalan. Okay. Temple. Want to go to the spirit district? Let's do it. Aye. So you you make your way there. There's it's very clearly marked. There's great. 
uh, signage here, you know, the city is well built. You know where to go. Hey. You can see, you can find your way to the, to the spirit district. Nice. As you do, you hear yet another noise, this time not a kid, but some kind of incessant dripping sound. Ah. Oh, my. And I feel like it's unfortunate because we've moved houses. We're not in Grant's, or we're not in Matt's place anymore. We've, Mm-mm. you know, it's like, no. what's the problem, you know? Well, maybe, maybe we're the problem. Maybe we are the problem. It feels like we are. So mm-hmm. I guess we better plug that drip. Welcome to the fucking drip, boys. Ben Benjaminson, thank you for coming back. Or Ben Byerly, as you like to be called. Uh, you have any plugs for us today to plug these drips? Uh, this one's for Empower You, Austin. Uh, and this time in particular, I think their uh, mission statement is really important. Uh, their goal is to just kind of pass along the skills you need to really help your voice to be heard. You know, everyone has a voice, but not everyone knows the right way to use it. Um, and this nonprofit really helps to reach out to those individuals in a community that don't get the right recognition that they should deserve. Uh, I think that's really important in this time right now. So, you know, rock on over. You can just search Empower You Austin. Um, and if you want to, if that's a cause you deem worthy, maybe send a donation your way or just share it to some friends. It's important. Everyone needs to be heard. Do your part. Guys, we have a sponsor. Oh, my God. You see this? 20 bucks. Oh, goodness. <laughs> what? 20 dollars. What? My chum from Fertility House, a band in Austin, has given me $20 to plug them for this show. Oh, wow. So, despite all odds, we've made money. <laughs> we are officially shills. Good job, y'all. No, we, made it. we have an advertiser. We've made it. Yes, we did sell out. I'm immediately cashing out. I'm, I'm selling happy out. about it. Wonderful. You know? So we did it. We did it. Who cares uh, about authenticity when there's profit on the line? Yeah, you know? it's overrated. I mean, we got to eat, all right? And we're going to plug what, this bad what, boy. What kind of music do they make? Uh, yeah, the, mm-hmm. the band name, great, obviously. I have been to their shows, great, also. Uh, they're all very handsome, very beautiful, good-looking people. That's key. That's that a fact. That helps my fertility. Yeah, like uh, you see them and you, you, you're, you're happy you're looking at them when you are. Fertility House, you can find them on Twitter, at Fertility underscore House. They're on Instagram, Spotify, iTunes. Please find them. They're an Austin local. They were going to play at South by Southwest, but obviously some shit happened, so we couldn't, they couldn't do that. They are great band. Please check them out. And they gave us money, so I love them, obviously. And um, yeah, maybe, uh, I guess we're rich now. I don't know. What do you want to do with all this money we got? Uh, pay for a month of podcast hosting. <laughs> can we eat this month? Can, can we eat this month? Uh, you can't. We, we can eat. I want to. I want to buy the Fertility House album with the twenty bucks. <laughs> I mean, that would. That would be- we're we're done with with we're done with that though. No more, and we're back in the real world where Clay, Bogey, and Melpy are. Farting around Okinawa. And uh, now you're headed to the Spirit District, I think is what y'all would like to do. Hi. Um, I would tempt you with the, with, there's also a shopping district if you're interested. I know you'll have a lot of money to spend. 
I have one thing that is worth some money that maybe I could trade. I have a. We all have a gem, a flawed gem. I, oh. And I still have my alms from those buried long ago. Okay. I, I think you're like walking through the city and you're at an impasse. It's like spirit district, shopping district. So actually, it's called Warrior's Way if you want to check it out. But this isn't me telling you to do it, I am just baiting you. How motivated are you to go to the temple? It's been a long time since I've seen another follower to Euroglen. I need to know what our mission is, if it's changed. We should see. Yeah. Okay. Spirit District it is. So you head left instead, and you walk into this massive, um, it's like a big cul-de-sac, really. It, it kind of, I think the best way to describe it might look like a little bit like in Rome, um, where the Pope lives, you know, he goes out on the balcony and he hmm. hangs out with everybody. It looks like that. Yeah. It's just a big circular area. And okay. each chunk of this, like there's this big open middle area with a large fountain in the middle. And then each on the periphery are different temples, all these various gods. Um, Euro gallons is a little harder to find. You have to go kind of down an alleyway. Aye. But you see it sort of down the back end. It, it's where it used to be, where you remember it. A, uh, it's not really in a temple as much as sort of just enclosed in this alley. And you see this statue at the end of it. And it's not very large, but it's a hooded figure with a lantern in hand and a golden light is burning from it. Always burning. And there is a cleric tending to it, sort of tending alms and incense and just keeping it clean and nice. All right, Melpy walks closer to the shrine and plants his shovel firmly and kneels with his head to the with his head to the shovel. Ah, blessed be, brother. Thank you for coming. The cleric walks over Bye. and uh, pats your head. Very, very nice. Thank you for coming. I've had a long path here, but I finally returned. I'm glad to see you've come back. You are, oh, yes. He looks at your shield. Yes, you a cleric as well, then. Good to see you. Aye, aye. Well, don't let me interrupt. Pray away. Have a good time. Sorry, really bother you. Yeah, Mel- Melpy reaches out, focusing intently on his shovel and his shield, and the lantern glows slightly, and he reaches into the spiritual realm to reach out to Euroglin. Okay, so I would make you roll religion, but you actually did this last episode. I don't know if you remember, but you rolled a, you rolled like a 19, and then you got like above a 20 on this check you made. You were like meditating, trying to find him yeah. in this world. And so I... We're going to use that because I said it would benefit you later. So I, I think you've sort of been sensing since then, like drawn towards this place. And you're realizing now back to one of your visions where you saw this in it. You saw the towers of Okinawa and you saw him here. Aye. So you start praying to him and you start trying to connect. And, and you do. The Only you see this, but the golden light from the lantern starts burning brighter and brighter and it engulfs you. And soon it's just you alone in this dark alley. No one else is here. All right. And the statue is still here in front of you. And you do hear, coming from above it, Melpy Sloshwater, I am so sorry you were trapped in ice for like a thousand years. I kind of sucked. Yes, that's a real bummer. Sorry about that. It is where the lantern's light led me. You are a faithful servant, Melpy. I know it. You are hardworking, sometimes too hard. 
Like, for instance, today when you tried to bury that halfling who was still alive. Um, maybe don't do that anymore if you could help it, you know, you know. If, if they're ready, to, if they're dead, sure. I, I don't, it. I don't quite follow. I, I am here to show them your light, your I, Ogle, and I, that is all I wish in the world. Absolutely. And you're doing a, a bang up job. And again, sorry that you were frozen in ice for so long when you went after Breda. That was kind of on me because I told you to go there. I directed you. But look, we want to guide people to the other side who are dead. You know, you should, you should help keep them alive if you can, I think. It's, mm-hmm. uh, it gives us a bad rap, you know, when you just when you start burying people. people what around. care we of the words of mortals? We show them the immortal light. Who, who could say no to that? Oh, but Melpy, I was once mortal as well. I was, he is a halfling, by the way. Um, I, uh, I've ascended to a, to a deity, but you see, maybe you could have buried the next deity too early. Maybe they had more work to be done yet, you see. It, it seems only I was serving the glory of your Oglin. I, I don't know why you would want me to change anything, frankly. Well, maybe just think on it a bit, hmm? I, uh, I'll consider it. Very good. At any case, I've come to offer you something, Melpy. You've served me very faithfully, and um, your time had come and gone. You, you lost your time on this planet. You were frozen. So I've come to offer you something. Would you prefer to ascend to the next life, to let me guide you to the green fields, to the upper plains? Or perhaps would you like to continue to serve on the material plane for now? You've hmm. earned a long rest, should you want it, Melpy. I reckon I can find my way to the, to the green pasture beyond myself, but thank you. I, I, I reckon I still have business needs tending to here. Very well. I wish to complete your mission. That is where I feel your lantern is leading me. Very well, Melpy. A brave decision indeed. But I should warn you, this path leads much death and darkness. Aye. Uh, and I shall light the way. Cool response. All right. Yeah. <laughs> <He>, uh, <coughs> Sorry. Very cool. <laughs> he says, "You have set the course for Breta to be buried, but not by you. These friends of yours will, I believe, help guide the way for her. But your assistance is needed to the east. Darkness grows. Undead walk the streets. They may not know it yet here, but." Um, Darkness rises. I need you to head eastward. Light the way. Help people. Bury the dead. Kill the undead. Can you? Aye, aye, I can answer your call. Very well. Good luck, Melpy. Should you need me, only reach out. And uh, you're like... And you come out of it. As the prayer is ending, he'll become invisible and just kind of vanish from y'all's sight. <laughs> um, what? Like, what? <laughs> yeah, and uh, he, he just kind of vanishes. Do you leave behind, like, robe? The like shovel a- imprint, all that remains of where he once was. Um, and he'll attempt to sneak away from these two out of the city. Yeah, I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't be trying to search for you sneaking. I would assume you just, like, ascended or something, and I'd just be like... <laughs> like the Jedi? Yeah, no, no, I'll, I'll cast yeah. light on the shovel, okay, yeah. so it'll start glowing, <laughs> okay. and then it'll, it'll, it'll all disappear. <laughs> oh, my cool. God. Cool. Like, <laughs> Melpy. Um, what? 
uh, we're in the temple like we're in this yeah you're in this like alley temple area uh, lanterns are the symbol right correct what? are there is there a color to it it's gold yeah because my vision there there was golden lanterns lining the way down one fork path does it look like these golden lanterns? Um, it does look, it does resemble these lanterns, yeah. And the cleric who was just there comes out and goes, Whoa, did you guys see that? I was looking for, uh, what, what where'd the he fuck? go? Did, did you see what he did? What He was praying. Where, yeah, where'd not, he go? Not really. I was stuffing this incense can over here and then turned around and he was gone. Wow. Have you seen this happen? We've seen a miracle, friends. And he puts his <laughs> hands around you both. Blessed be, Yorogalan. Uh, I hope. I hope it wasn't like a pray, demon or something. Praise Yorogalan. Yeah, I guess he just takes you away sometimes. I That's... guess so. Isn't that great? Uh, <laughs> ah. Wow. Ooh, I was like having like a rough week, you know, and then this just like, yeah. This will probably keep you going for the rest of your life. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah, a, mir- a real miracle. A real miracle. Yes. But uh, you know where miracle. he is, though? Yeah, that did you see where that just yeah. blew up? <laughs> he, like, <laughs> he looks the, down at the ground. Nope. Super not know, know where he is. I don't <laughs> know that. Nope. Well, I guess we're going to go shopping. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, bye. Cool to meet you guys. Yeah, bye. Have fun with your miracle <laughs> memory. Okay, so that happened. Whoopsie daisy. You lost Melby. <laughs> We're not very good with our with friends. No, we don't keep friends long. At least we haven't lost each other. We're still friends. And our track record's just really bad so far. With <laughs> everyone on the boat and uh, our gnome friend, and then the okay. Frog. I think I think I have an idea. Let's go shopping. Let's go shopping. <laughs> da, 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 da. <laughs> You guys are just like (laughs) pumping down the street. I just got this one little like (laughs) (laughs) Melfi took all his gold with him. Ah fuck. (laughs) Yeah, that makes sense. Is there any special shops you got? You got anything cool or is it just the standard shop? Yeah, we got some shit. Um it's pretty so yeah, welcome to Warrior's Way. You leave Spirit District and it's sort of mirrors it actually. It's like the same shape. Opposite side. Is it the op- is it the candelabra path? It's the candelabra path. Yeah, you found it. Uh-huh. You, you, you did it. Wow, my vision came true. It sure <laughs> did. Done and done. Uh, but it, it looks similar to Spirit District, except it's full of shops instead. There's a few different places. There is the Crystal Vial, like a potion and alchemy shop. There is uh, what the place is based off of, which is called Warrior's Way, which is like where it all started here, and it is like a weapon shop. There's also uh, the gym emporium for all your gym needs. Then there's, yeah, like blacksmiths and armories and stuff like that. So, all right, let's go to the gym shop to okay. cash in our cash in rubies. You got a ruby? No. <laughs> Flawed amethyst. <laughs> all I have to my name because you gave the other <laughs> stuff to Dulcie Daggerwild. Hey, she might, she performs in Okinawa. Oh, we should track her down. <laughs> track her down. Okay, so you make your way to the gym emporium. It's a shop that has like big sort of faux gyms jutting out the top of it, like reds and greens and blues. Uh, a lot of people coming in and out of here. It's a busy mm-hmm. place. You come in and a, uh, a deep Deep dwarf is in there. Dwarfs that reside mostly in the Underdark. They come du- from there. Durgar? 
Duragar. Thank you. There yeah. we go. Couldn't remember the name. Very pale. Doesn't see the light of day much or hadn't growing up. But he's the owner here. He's walking around. He's got nice, long, luxurious robes. Mm. He has one of those little eyeglasses where you look at gyms. Cool. Uh, yes, welcome. What can I help you with? Um, can you please appraise this? Mm-hmm. Yes, if we'll put all of our gems out. I got a flawed topaz and a flawed sapphire also. Okay. Topaz, and amethyst. sapphire, and amethyst. Okay. He looks at it all. Uh, yes, flawed, but doable, yes. I can make something out of this. Uh, I give you, I don't know, like 550 for all. Yes. 550. 50 gold. Oh. We, we were thinking a thousand. That is what you were thinking. I'm not yes. selling the sapphire. I just wanted to get it appraised. Ah, you want individual a place. Yes. I appraise it for mm, 200 gold. Yeah. 200 each? No. How about the topaz? Mm, 150 gold. Amethyst? Amethyst, uh, well, you add those two together, and then you minus 550, 200 gold. (laughs) (laughs) How about 300 for the amethyst? Mm, Roll persuasion. You know I will. I know you love it. Oh, 19. 19? You wanted 300? Yeah. Okay. You sly dog. I wink at him. Oh, Okay. All right. My britches are burning, huh? Huh? Can I ride the coattails of that check and uh, get a 175? I don't know you. I'm talking <laughs> to this nice person. Yes. Yes, 300 gold. Of course. Thank you. Deals. And I slide it across to him. He slides money back to you in his... Mm, uh, ka-ching, ka-ching. His, Thank uh, you. personal home uh, addresses in there, Oh, too. oh. <laughs> <laughs> He winks back at you. I wink with both eyes uh, slowly. Yeah, yes. Sorry, handsome young man. What What are you saying? Before, youthful, handsome young man, just radiating of very sweet youth. Um, how about instead of gold? Just like I wish I wasn't so old. You know, you know this. Feeling? Oh, I know exactly what you mean. Can I have one thousand seven hundred fifty silver? <laughs> You want me to break it up into smaller pieces? I want silver. He says, well, yes, uh, you know, customer's right sometimes. That's the thing. And so he, he digs down below and he pulls out a big sack of silver. And uh, it's large. And he just dumps it on the counter. Nice deal. All right. Topaz. Sold it. So you kept the sapphire, right? Yeah. I have okay. 35 pounds of coins on me now. Holy shit. <laughs> That's a lot. What's your carrying capacity? How much can you hold? I can carry 210 pounds. Okay. Push, drag, or lift, 420 pounds. You're pretty strong. Strong Ooh. guy. Ooh. So yeah, you just, you just got a big sack of silver on your over your back now, over your shoulder. Great. Good. Can I interest you in this big diamond? How much? I'm glad you In asked. silver. In silver. <laughs> In silver, well, my friend, this big diamond is lovely diamond. It's only fifty thousand silver, yeah. I don't. I don't I didn't have this money. I don't have this money. I don't have nearly. Oh, but you have some money. I just gave you some money. I want. I want a weapon. I need to go. We have less than a thousand between us. Well, now I know your ceiling. 
<laughs> don't ever anyway why? what other, what other shops were nearby there's a you said there was a there's the there's uh the, well, the weapon shop but then there's like the first shop you warrior's said. way and the crystal vial i have hide armor so i would like better armor okay you can find it at warrior's way uh you come into here it's a half orc woman running the shop waves you in uh yeah what are you interested in buying the finest light armor you carry studded leather <laughs> okay how uh, much is that uh, studded leather is going to run you 30 gold. Uh, what what trade-in can I get for my hide Well, armor? what do you have to trade? My hide armor. Oh, you said that. Yes. Yes, indeed. <laughs> uh, let me appraise that real quick. Uh, she'll knock off twenty or 10 gold for that. 10 Make gold. it 20. 20. Hide is medium armor. Do you have medium armor proficiency? Wait, hide is medium? Yeah. yeah. Oh, no. Wait, I no, I have... Um, I have medium armor proficiency. Maybe I should get medium, not a light. You are a druid as well, right? So you can't wear metal. Isn't that a thing? Wait, while you're um, looking at armor, I you look. I have a flail in one hand and a great axe in the other. I'm like, hey, which one? Do you like these? <laughs> I uh, like them both on you, sir. Quite oh, riveting. <laughs> I like the flail. But that's pretty cool, right? I also like. But look the at axe. this halberd too. It has a. I can. Reach. Oh, a halberd. Yeah, how about can a halberd? Can you get both? Well, yeah, I thought about that. Yeah. What have you got both? Great idea. Sir, perhaps I could interest you in this great axe. Um, yes, 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 the great axe is pretty cool. It cleaves the head of a very horrid orc chieftain who killed many humans in the area. Oh, it's magical? Maybe. <laughs> Take a look for yourself. I can detect magic at will. Oh, you can? Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, it is magical. Oh. I don't. But, uh, I don't say I don't know. anything. You don't, you don't see anything on it? That sounds made up. How do you know? Hmm, that's a good point. Well, the person who sold it to me brought it in, and there's this cool certificate that comes with it that said it did oh, what cool. that thing it said. A certificate? How much? Hmm, the certificate comes with it. The Great Axe is going to run you 70 gold. That is a bargain. Uh, I want uh, that. I'll give you 650 silver for it. She's like, oh, one of those, so 65 gold? Hmm. 650 silver. Right. Why don't you roll a persuasion check? Uh, 16? She says, you know, I, I, I look at you, and, and you have the build of a warrior. You're, you're muscly, you're tall, mm -hmm. broad, hairy. It's true. It's perfect. This great axe was meant for you, I think. That's right. Good luck. 55 gold. Yes. I'm a true believer that the weapon defines the person. Cool. Can I get a flail too? Sure. Okay. Give you a, I'll just give you the 100 gold, 100 silver for that. So mm, 100, so 100 silver. No, well, give me, well, for the flail, why don't you give me, I don't know, 20 gold or something? 20, how about 10? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Great. So it'll be 100 silver then for that. And you said 550, so I'm giving 650 total. I You're throwing four. a lot of numbers at me, but uh, I want to see yeah, you I, wielding I put, this great axe. I put uh, 12 silver out, and I'm like, but uh, I carry the change back, so I carry 20 back. <laughs> She's like, sure, sure, I don't care. Um, yeah, if you, you look at it, and it's definitely plus one. You'd have to attune to it to find out. And I realized my mistake in making this world about breakable magic items, because now if you have a plus one weapon, so we're not going down that road for necessarily everything. So this isn't one of those things that's going to poop out on you after three uses. Oh yeah. But, um, but for now, uh, you don't know what it does. It's magical. Plus one. There's definitely, it looks like rust, but it might be a little bit of dried blood on the um, blade. Yeah. Try to wipe it. I try to. Doesn't hit. come off. Oh, gross. Yes. Does it come off on the cloth? Uh, yeah, some is on the cloth now. 
but it's still there. It's still on the axe. Pretty cool, huh? Yeah, this this isn't really up to my standards for weapons, but that's fine. It's supposed to clean. Well, you probably shouldn't have bought it if it's not up to, but that's okay. Uh, it is slotted, so you can put a gem in it. Ooh. Do you, does she do that here? Um, there's a blacksmith in town who can do that for you. Oh, I saw that ice. I have a sapphire. I can make it an ice axe. You would be right in that. I'm doing it. Oh, uh, God, it's more ice. Do you, uh, <laughs> do you have any guns? Oh, of course we have guns. Yes, yes. Step this way, please. Please. Uh, Show yeah, me to your wares. Flintlock pistols, rifles, blunderbuss. Like a shotgun, kind of? Like a shotgun, like a cone thing. Yeah. What are the prices? The flintlock pistols are 40 gold each. The rifle is 100 gold each. And the blunderbuss is 250 gold. About one of each for 300. Total? Yeah. Hmm. Roll me a persuasion check. Oh, net 20. No. Yeah. Get out of here. Here we go. Let me just... <laughs> yeah, let me see this. Bring it, bring it a hundred feet across the room so I can see. Okay, I believe you. I believe you, Grant. Grant the cheater. Feels good. Yeah, I bet it does. She's like, I don't know what it is about you two, but you're just, you're just great people. You know, sometimes you work here and you just don't meet great people, but you guys are just all right. Sorry, We're charmers. That's sweet. I mean, you're great. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, my name's Marie. In case you come back. Oh, Mary. 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 Just a lot of... <laughs> Mary. Nice to meet you, Mary. Yo, oh, nice Mary? to meet you. What's your names, friends? I'm Clay. And you, Harry, handsome man? That's Harry. 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 <laughs> Clay a fitting Harry. name. Yes. A fitting he, name He's indeed. quite sensitive about it, though. Oh, yes. He looks sensitive on the inside, but not on the outside. True. At any case... Uh, what'd you say? 300 gold? Yes. Yes. Well, I like the cut of y'all's jib. So, 300 gold, and... And she goes back and she brings back some, uh, some ammo oh, for the blunderbuss. This you. is a little special how do you, how do you do, how oh. do you do, Z? Hey, hey. It's some pellets that's integrated into it, a broken up piece of topaz. So it's little fire bits in there when you shoot it at people. So oh there's a little extra fire pizzazz. It's about twenty of those. Uh, sorry, ten of those shots in there. Thank you very much. Wild! I didn't know that you could do that. Yes. Well, these gems are kind of a new thing for our economy. You know, we're figuring out what we can do with them. So it's all kind of fun right now. I really got to push the munitions. Got to figure it out. Got to figure know? it out a little bit. Yeah. So y'all got a nice sack of loot there from these places. Made some great persuasions. Got some stuff. You walk out of Warrior's Way. You're in the Warriors Way District now, just bumming around, and a um, little hooded figure comes up to y'all, approaches from oh behind. Boy. Little? Little. Lil. 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 Tugs at your pants, bogey. Uh, uh, excuse me? Hello! I, I'm here to to direct you to, oh, no. if you're interested, and you see he has a hood, but it's indeed another lookout Similar, but not the same as the one you saw before. Oh. Blue, one big eye, small, goblin-like. Oh, he's back. But he's like the one that fell out of the tree. He's Clay, he's back. Oh. Yes. May I be indulged to bring you to meet Mr. Ball? If you want. I know I, I do. I know I do. <laughs> Are you the same one? 
The same one. Ads. Never mind. Uh, Have you died before? Never died. Not this life. No, no, sir. No. Let's have a lot of <laughs> No, there he. No, there he. All right. Well, we're going to follow you, but can I just drop off this axe right here at this shop and then I'll follow you? You can do whatever you want. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, we're going to follow you. So just, I guess, wait right here. Okay, then. bye. No. He starts walking oh. off. We don't. We we know where to go. Wow. Well, yeah. Don't we? He stops and starts. Looks back. He doesn't completely get out of line of sight. He is like <laughs> kind of wanting you to follow him, but oh, he's not going to just leave you. I guess we can follow him then. Well, I just want to drop the axe off at a blacksmith and say, "Hey, I've got." This oh gym. yeah, he's he, a blacksmith. Yeah, you want to go do that? Yeah. Real quick? How much is that service? To do that, it's going to cost you thirty gold. Okay, I give him it in silver. No, no, you know, sorry, not even that. Ten gold. Great. That's a uh, hundred silver. silver. Okay, yeah. He infuses the sapphire into your great axe. Oh, he's going to just do it? I don't have to, like, leave it overnight or anything? He can do it in, like, 40 minutes. The whole time you can see Val look, look out just <laughs> staring at you. Just, like, kind of bouncing around. He keeps acting like he's, yeah. he's about to start just, going. Just one. It'll just have a few more minutes, I think. He's nodding. He's, like, he's like pointing to his watch that he doesn't have. And then he, like, leaves. But then he just, like, keeps looking at you all from behind a corner. <laughs> Uh, yeah, you get it in a short rest. And you come out and he says, Whoa, you guys just made it. I was about to go. <laughs> yeah, I bet. Okay. And uh, yeah, he leads you through West Okinawa across the great bridge that divides the two halves of the city over to East Okinawa. The fun city. <laughs> it, 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 everything's different here. The The buildings are painted like more purple and black and there's like cool neon shit going on. You know, this place is just a little more fun. Leads you down a few back alleys to the address matching the invitation you got for your letter. And he goes up to the cellar door. He says, got that invitation? From the original. I have the original crumpled one. Pull it out. <laughs> nice. And he, he presses it up to the cellar door. And you see it like a flash of like purple magic comes from it. And he opens it up. A waft of like... Something unfamiliar comes through, otherworldly. And he says, step right in. We leave that. Go back to a fear bog, walking down east, eastward. Unseen. Unseen, still invisible. But you feel something in your pack. Like it, like you maybe shift your backpack around, and you mm-hmm. feel something that wasn't there before. All right. Pull my pack off my shoulder and peer into it. There's a lantern in there. In Hi. it, a glowing gold light already there waiting for you. Okay. You pull it out, and it's like a lighthouse, like beams forward towards eastwards. If you move it a different mm. direction, it turns back east. Okay. Melpy reaches and is holding the lantern already and grabs his can of vigorous moo and looks solemnly towards the horizon, tilting the can to its side. And a deep, imminent emanates from within the can, and he sets off into the into the distance. And we'll see you next time on Fables on Tables.